0: Greetings, and it's meeting time. And folks, I am so excited because we have Ray Sartori back with us that's going to share his testimony from the abyss of addiction to his walk with God and his recovery and healing. Ray, welcome back, bro. Hello, Terry. Ray, you have me on the edge of my seat from last week. I need you to pick up right where we left off We talked about your abandonment issues, how you were uh, sexually assaulted, how you were ready to to kill yourself, so to speak. And you're with us today, giving somebody hope, help, and encouragement. You're on, brother.
1: Well, thanks for having me back, Terry. Now, let's pick up where we left off. So God was trying to speak to me, and I wouldn't surrender. And... Today, that is one of the biggest areas in my life that I submit to is surrendering to God, allowing him back into my life when he kept calling me for years and years and years and I kept running. Well, God had enough. Seven years ago, in the month of June, I was incarcerated on an 11 to 23-month sentence. And surely enough, uh, I got into the... uh, Allegheny County Jail and laid it down and I said uh, Lord I get it and on June 8th 2016 was the first day I said I totally surrender God help and I asked him for help
0: is that what you meant is that what you meant by laying it down
1: that's what I meant um, not only did I lay it down in that 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 bunk in the Allegheny County Jail I laid down spiritually my pride my recklessness my ignorance and my rebellion and i asked god to help me i implemented i implemented the first step i said you know it's unmanageable i can't do this any longer on my own i need you help me
0: powerlessness
1: powerlessness and there it was and so sure enough uh I began serving my time, and then after a while, I was actually called to the Sally Port and stepped down to the Renewal Center where I went to Halfway House, and I did uh, six months of work release or uh, half a day of work release, half a day incarceration. And then I met some gentlemen from a group called Locking Arms Men's Ministry in the basement of the Renewal Center doing Bible study. One guy, David Jacobs, another guy, Leo Wisniewski, and uh, they began to share God's love with me and God's word. Well, sure enough, 11 and a half months and one day comes around, and it's my minimum, and they called me down and say, they said, "You're released."
0: Another miracle.:
1: Another miracle. And God showed up. And I called in my, other
0: words, excuse me, no I, I got, you were not abandoned."
1: Amen. Amen. So I immediately picked up the phone, called my girl. Diana, who's now my wife, and I said, babe, come pick me up. They released me, hung up the phone, picked the phone back up, and I called Leo Wisniewski. I said, Leo, I need to be in fellowship with Christian men who love Jesus and are going the way of sobriety and sanity. Help me. The next day, we met at Tunch Ilkin's Walk for the Homeless, and I met hundreds of men in recovery and in discipleship program fellowship. And seven years later, I haven't looked back. And that's why I attribute the, the situation I'm in now, which is I'm surrounded by family and friends and loved ones who are sober, who are clean, who love Jesus. I got into a group of accountability, a fellowship with men who love Christ, and don't use like I used to.
0: There's a saying, right? Meeting makers make, make it. it. <laughs> that's and right. as you're sharing this, I'm thinking there's somebody listening out there, hearing you, but I don't know if they're receiving it. We can't do this alone, can Amen.
1: we? We cannot.
0: This is a, a a recovery program that's called the We Program. We Amen. do this together. Expound on that, how we need to support, how you need to go to meetings. Well,
1: iron sharpens iron so one man sharpens another, right? And Leo Wisniewski from Locking Arms, his motto is, life is a team sport. Don't go it alone. And you know what happens to the lone sheep in a pack of wolves, Right. He's easy target. Amen. He's he's you know fodder. So we need to be surrounded and we need to be in the middle of people who are doing the next right thing. So 3 years after I'm sober, my wife says to me, "Maybe you ought to get checked up by a PCP, a primary care physician." Sure enough, go in, get a colonoscopy and find a stage 3B tumor of colon cancer in me. Wow. So I asked for help. I said, Lord, you got this. I trust you. And I went to Bible study that night and told them my diagnosis. And we prayed for God's will to be done. 28 sessions of chemo and radiation later, the tumor was gone, but I still had to get surgery. I get surgery, and they go in and dissect the, the section where the colon was, and they find no cancer. It was gone. God showed up god definitely showed up amen amen thursday night the night of our bible study comes along i'm in my bed in the hospital at Hillman cancer center and in walks 14 men from my bible study ton chilkin leo znuski dave jacobs kevin shop jim buchanan and so on and i'm completely blown away wow. I, I i mean literally God healed me from that feeling of being alone and abandoned. I knew that it was real, that the love of Christ was real because men of God showed up in my life.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, my friend Ray, he's, he's sharing this powerful part of his life with you with tears in his eyes because he realized we can't do this alone and when all these men showed up to support him encourage him it was part of your journey of transformation right ray amen absolutely and i have
1: to give god the glory for all of it because left to my own devices i would probably not be here right now another beautiful miracle from my recovery story is this six months after i got clean and sober my 31-year-old son got clean and sober. He now has six and a half years clean. Amen. His wife has five years plus clean. His sister has four years plus clean. See, this is a family situation right here. It's
0: called a family disease.
1: Correct. But in your case... Family recovery.
0: Amen.
1: God is a God of restoration. He's a God of reconciliation. So my wife has children. I have children. We all are one family now. Together, my wife and I, with all our children, have eight grandchildren.
0: Hallelujah.
1: I don't miss birthdays. I don't miss Easter's. I don't miss Christmas. I don't miss church. I don't miss family because I'm surrounded by love.
0: And before, we used to miss
1: years. Years. Gone off the map.
0: But today,
1: today we're home. And God has restored that relationship. If my kids call me, I answer. When I say I'll be there, I'm there. People trust me today because of the restoration God has put in my life, the recovery God has put in my life, the sanity God has restored in my mind. Today, That's
0: second step, right? Restore to sanity.
1: Amen. 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 Surrendered. Restore to sanity. We ask for help. He gives it because that's who he is. That's who our creator is. He is our helper in times of trouble, right? Amen. Amen.
0: We only only have a few minutes left. Uh, We talked about the first two steps. Share with this audience. Somebody's listening that's just not getting this. Share them with them about these spiritual principles, just condense it, of how they change our lives. It's Jesus speaking to us.
1: Well, it's, it's literally all about Jesus. It's literally about asking him to reveal himself to you and then stepping into it and walking through it, right? Listen, things come up. All the time to get in the way of Bible study and church. And guess what I prioritize? Bible study and church. Amen. And fellowship. Putting God first. See, I once was a victim who became a volunteer, right? Into my own demise. Well said. All right. Today, I'm a victor. In a battle that I'm overcoming on a daily basis because I'm armed and equipped with the gospel because of my fellowship with men of God who teach me, who disciple me, Amen. who point to me in the right direction. Listen, life isn't perfect. It's far from perfect. But today we do life on life's terms without the use of chemicals and crutches and we ask for help. And help us there.
0: And we walk arm in arm with fellow Christian men and women supporting each other through Bible study, recovery meetings, and applying these spiritual principles to our life. Right? Praise God. Life
1: is a choice. Choose wisely.
0: Amen. Raymond, thank you so very much for being here these past two weeks. You've been a blessing To me, and I'm sure to the listening audience, and uh, I can assure you that you're going to be invited back to Christians with Secret Addictions in the near future. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. Praise God. Praise God. Folks, we heard powerful testimony these past two weeks of how Raymond applies spiritual principles to his life, how he receives and needs Spiritual men and women to help support him in his life. And he's with us today with seven years of recovery. Now next week, we have to go back to the pitfalls that derail us from God's plan of restoration. That derail us from a message like Ray our They're called missteps. Now, we've covered six of them. There's six more to go. And we'll be talking about the missteps, pitfalls that keep you in bondage. You don't want to miss next week's meeting. Amen. Amen.